Hello and welcome to The Immortal Index, episode 13. We have a jam-packed show for you guys today. Um, it is my first show back. I am in the studio. Everything is great. Uh, I got the PC. Everything got hooked up. I got it all going. And then the internet crapped the bed. I was getting about 5 megabits per second, which is, if you know anything about the internet, that's terrible, especially when you're paying for 45. So we had the guy come, put in a new modem. That didn't work. Two weeks later, got another new modem, and that modem worked. So now... Internet's good. We should be good. I got OBS hooked up. I got the PC. I got everything hooked up. And the, the last thing that I have hooked up, I got Jim Inks hooked up. So we got Jim Inks on the line. We're going to be talking to him today about Reign of the Hunters, which is a VR MMORPG novel that you can read now at Valer Novels. We have 224 chapters released right now, which is really cool. I started it last week. I'm already up to 211. So as you can see, it's one that you can really just like breeze through and binge not because it's short but because you just always click next chapter there's nowhere to go but next chapter uh so without further ado feel free to follow the show hit itunes go ahead and give us five stars and comment subscribe on youtube hit the like comment and join me today for our interview with jimmix jimmix thank you so much for coming on the show hey yeah so i just first off i always ask i always ask every guest this when they come on i ask them how did you get into translating? Well, uh, I first started back in, uh, I think I said back in uh, 2016. I was uh, just finished reading The King's Avatar, you know, TKA. Uh, mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, what if there's an English version of the novel out there? And uh, so I typed it in and I found it on Gravity Tales. And I thought, hey, it's a, it's a good idea to translate. So I just uh, signed up, sent in my application form, and they uh, accepted it. So that's how it started. So you sent in your uh, application to Valere or to Gravity Tales? Uh, Gravity. And is that how you got involved with Valere Novels, is through them? Uh, yes. So did they assign you uh, Reign of the Hunters, or is that something you found that you were like, oh, I want to do? Because you started with King's Avatar, so did you yep. decide to do a VR MMO just because of that, that was kind of similar and you were really into that? Uh, no. It's, uh, Reign of the Hunters is actually something I like. And uh, one of my colleagues actually told me that I can start my own project, so I chose Reign of the Hunters as my uh, project that I want to start. What's what is it about the VR MMORPG novels that fascinate you? Well, more like the gameplay. Yeah. You know, after watching Sword Art Online, it's like it's very exciting for me to read more novels of that genre. So I just um, my cousin was uh, reading it, and she sort of like got me into reading the novel as well, and I found that I like the story. So that's, a, that's how I end up reading it, and then uh, how I end up translating it. That's pretty cool. So, like, what would you say are some of your favorite novels outside of Reign of the Hunters? Mm, what, can you repeat the question? I didn't quite get it. Sorry, what? Uh, can you repeat what you said just now? Oh, I think um, my what are what are some other novels that you like to read outside of Reign of the Hunters? Ah, uh, um, most of them are not translated yet, I guess. But uh, some of the ones are 
that already got translated yeah you know uh experimental law of the crazy leech and the king devata sweet so what's it like working with the the team at valer is it kind of like high pressure i know you do this for do this more for fun. I mean, you have a Patreon, obviously. People can go support you. It's on the screen right now. It's patreon.com slash jimminks. Uh, people can follow you at xdjimminks on Twitter. Uh, but, like, do you just – is this more just a passion project, or after you get through school, do you think you're going to be doing it more and more full-time? Um, at the meantime, it's just, a, it's just for fun, but I think I might consider uh, – Translating full time. Is it after I graduate? Is it something that you you could see as like a as a as a full time job definitely, or are you looking yeah. at like college or your university and more like I'm gonna go go into that? Actually, it's a rather good opportunity as a career. And uh, are there any like translators right now that you're really close with that you kind of ask for advice from if you're if you're doing a novel? Let's say you come across something you don't quite understand, or is it pretty? Because you're you're fluent obviously already in the language, so I feel like you understand pretty much everything when you're translating. Are there what? Let me rephrase that. Are there any difficulties that you face translating, even though you're already a native speaker? Um, yeah, from time to time, I run into trouble. Do you have any examples of, of things that are like difficult to deal with? Um, mostly slang because, uh, you know, people in China, they might not have the same thing with us here in Malaysia. So, they might be speaking like they have their own uh, slang that I have to actually search up to understand. <laughs> so going off, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Reign of the Hunters. So obviously, I'm. I still like kind of feel like I'm guessing at some of the names. Uh, is it uh, Yesa? Is that how you say her name? Like her actual name? Oh uh, no, Yetsu. Yetsu. Oh yeah, because yeah, because Caesar Tsa. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm dumb sometimes. Uh, Deathblade will kill me for that one. But uh, okay, so let's let's run through some of the let's run through some of the names so fans of the novel know the names. So the lead character, of course, uh, Yitsu, and then is it Bai Mo is her her uh, cousin. Yep. And then uh, let's see some of her let's see some of her friends. Um, Go ahead, go ahead and just list the names out, and, and that way the fans will know exactly what they're supposed to be thinking in their mind as they're reading this novel. You mean her friends? Yeah, so like any of the important names in the novel. Like I can, I can list them out right now, but you probably know them right off the top of your head. Tong mm, In, you know, the rich girl who sort of like betrayed her after that. Terrible person, yeah. yeah. And uh, Liu Chang, her best friend. Leong Chang? Liu Chang. Okay. Yeah. Ling Yi Wu. I was not pronouncing it that way, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then her parents really uh, are very difficult for me. Uh, Ye Nan Tian and Duo Xiao Lan. Yeah, definitely wasn't pronouncing it that way, so that's good. <laughs> no. It's it's interesting. It's because I started with Coiling Dragon, and Coiling Dragon, when I read it, was a translation that they 
had created westernized names for all the characters when it was released. So everything was like very easy for me. So then jumping into I Shall See the Heavens and like uh, Against the Gods and everything, it's like, okay, so now I'm reading a wrong version of what it is. And now as I continue, like Deathblade gives me pointers and things like that. But it's also like sometimes it's it's very difficult to figure out the exact pronunciation. So it's really cool to actually like hear like exactly how it's supposed to be said. Um, do you play, you're like, this is a video game, uh, video game based novel. Are you a big fan of video games yeah. right now? Like, do you play any right now? Yeah. Which ones are you playing? Um, League, Warframe, and uh, sometimes I, when I'm bored, maybe Company of Heroes. And does that ever inspire you to try to write your own original story? Like you've now translated uh, no. somebody else's. No, not at all. I tried, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Oh, well, yeah. What were, is it just like super difficult or is it more just like it's hard to build an audience for literally anything nowadays? It's like I will, I will get an idea. And then when I started following that idea, I would think of something else. And it, I just uh, can't commit myself to that single idea. Got it. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, a brain fart every day, and you try to get it on the page, but then you're like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, wait, now I'm already set in this 1800s Western utopia, and I want to start doing space travel. But yeah. to be fair, Star Ocean has conquered those two things together. <laughs> so some things can work out. Um, so I w I'm curious, you don't do uh, you don't do like advanced chapter tiers and stuff on Patreon. Uh, uh, no. why don't you do that? Cause I see a lot of people doing that as like, Oh, give us $5 and get a chapter for free or whatever like that. What's kind of your mindset behind Patreon and how you're using it? Um, you see, it's like, um, to me, it's like, if you want to support my Patreon, you just do it out of your own free will. It's like offering advanced chapter makes it, at least it makes me feel like I'm selling my chapters for mm -hmm. money. I don't want that. Hmm. Does, do you feel like it puts a little too much pressure on you too? Or is it is it more just like you don't like the feel of people paying for chapters? Yeah. I mean, I don't like the feel. It doesn't really put much pressure on me. But I generally hate the feel. Got it. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, outside of, of this kind of literature, are there any novels that you would recommend to people who are a big fan of Reign of the Hunters? Like... Like it could be like a, a book novel, it could be something they could order online, anything like that, but something that you've read that is outside of that that just blew you away. Um, most of the things I read are probably not translated. So, but you can try. Um, have you guys heard of this M6 Kick Ass by CJ, translated by CJ? I haven't, I haven't checked that one out yet, no. No, that 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 novel is uh, quite good. So that's one that's one to check out. Cool. And then um, yep. if you had to like pitch people like to read Reign of the Hunters, how would you like pitch them? Like what is like a, what is it about Reign of the Hunters that you think that everyone should read it because of? Mm, it's the uh, I think it's the character development of the main character. Yetsu, because she's like, you know, she's a massive cunt back before she reincarnated. 
and it's like she wanted to be a better version of herself and it's like in the novel you can actually see her trying to be better it's like not with a snap of her fingers and then she became better just like that you can actually see the struggle that's uh, the and the effort she put into it yeah i i like that a lot i also think it's cool that it's a it's a more mainstream feeling vrmmo novel with a girl as the main character because every other one i've read is with a, a male main character and i feel like that's rare nowadays yeah so wrapping up if you had anything like to say to your fans like what do you like most about this fandom that you've become involved in and like what do you want to say to the people who have supported you and followed you on this journey so far well, <laughs> um, I guess thanks for not um, rushing me for new chapters and understanding <laughs> that uh, I am I can be quite busy at times. And you know, if you want to support Reign of the Hunters, you can click that sponsor button at the bottom of the page if you're on PC. And I mean, oh, it's at the right side of the page if you're on PC, and the bottom of the page if you're on mobile. Perfect. Well, Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show and taking the time to talk to me about translation and everything involved with Rain of the Hunters. I'm really enjoying it so far. Hey, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thank you, too. Thank you, sir. All right. You take care, man. Yeah, you, too. Cool. Guys, that's awesome. Like, seems like a really cool dude. Uh, it, it's crazy how world spanning this this genre of literature is in that like he's over in malaysia i was just in the discord talking to people who are in arizona people who are in hawaii um i know that i talked to a translator previously on the show from alabama and then i know Deathblade is over in um in china in uh, the I can't remember the district. Uh, he told me about it, but it's near Beijing. So I, I think it's really cool that all this literature can be shared by so many people all over the world. And it's cool to talk to translators who are translating from all over these different places, like places like uh, Wuxia World and, and Valer Novels, bringing them all together. And of course, uh, you know, I still have to shout out Chidian. I'm not a big fan of them, but like at least like they are getting translators like up and coming and, and, and whether or not they keep the quality as high as other places, at least the translators are learning a bit and, and, and building their repertoire of, of novels. So if they do become more full-time and move into places like Wuxia World and Volaire and the other places that you can read novel updates and stuff. So it's, it's really cool. I really enjoy it. Um, I'm going to do a bit of a treat for you guys. I didn't do it previously, but I, uh, I, I've been holding off. We have the special goodie bag. Special goodie bag from Comic-Con 2018 that Deathblade so graciously prepared for me. You can follow him on Twitter at ISSTHDeathblade. Um, so I am going to go ahead and open this stuff and basically do my own little Comic-Con unboxing video for you guys because I know everyone's excited. Uh, it's a little bit outdated, but I finally got the PC and everything working, so I figured I'd do it anyway. So what we got was a uh, first chapter of Coiling Dragon, completely printed out, which is really cool. 
Um, in the kingdom of Fenlai, due west of the largest mountain range in the Yulan continent, the mountain range of magical beasts, there was an ordinary small town known as Wushen. As the morning sun rose in the town of Wushen, a slight hint of cold, pure pre-dawn air remained. Despite the chill, nearly every resident of this small town had already left their cozy homes to begin working. Guys, this is the beginning of one of the best... Uh, best novels that are out there and fully translated. Uh, they're celebrating because it's on Amazon now for Kindle and Amazon. So check that out. Translated by, of course, uh, Ren Woshing. So please uh, support them. Comic Con was a huge step for them getting that out there. Let's go through the next thing. So we got a looking to get started. Get your top recommended novels. Coiling Dragon, yep, read that. Marshall God Ashura, 1200, 1,200 chapters into that. Blue Phoenix, yeah, 400 into that. Overgeared, ooh, they included Overgeared on here. Yeah, I'm like all updated on that. Desolator, I finished. A Will Eternal, up to date. Martial World, up to date. Emperor's Domination, 300 chapters into that. Sovereign of the Three Elms, up to date. So all of their top recommended novels, I've at least read, I've, I've read at least 100 chapters or completed all of their recommended novels. And in the back we have basically a description of kind of the genre, which says, it says martial arts and Taoist magic, legendary bloodlines and mythical treasures, heroes who become not just immortal, but gods, villains who can destroy worlds with the wave of a hand. So this is like more of a promotional card that they included when they, they were handing out over uh, at their booth at Comic-Con. Now I'm gonna go on, we have the good luck bracelet which looks really red on camera. God, I got to tell you that. It looks really red, and it has a nut inside, which is pretty cool. You can untighten and loosen it pretty pretty simply. Just uh, pull it, and you can put it on your hand, and it goes both ways like that, so that's kind of cool, and then you can tighten it again by pulling the beads, so that's pretty sick. Moving on, I believe, luckily, because Deathblade's awesome, he gave me three of these pins. I don't think a lot of people got three of them, but I have book one of the Coiling Dragon Sala. Coiling Dragon right there. Check it out. Ooh, look at that. The green screen picks up the green from it. That's dope. And I have another pin for book five. So I'm missing book two through four for uh, the Infernal Plane. Check that out. That's pretty dope. And you can see the, uh, you can see the, the beast in the background, the, the face and everything. That's sick as hell and then moving on we have book six the four divine beasts and if any of you guys have read coiling dragon you know the significance of the four divine beasts in this entire story and how the ending goes and how book six is so important for them it's crazy i'm trying to like have this focus but it's not working too well oh well it tried but it looks pretty dope it's got the uh the white tiger the Azure Dragon, the, the Red Phoenix, and the Vermilion Bird. So it's really dope. Moving on, we have a keychain with a wooden sword. If anyone's a big fan of I Shall See the Heavens, you know the significance of a wooden sword. Uh, Deathblade, you got to shout me out and let me know what is written on this thing so I can know this. Let's see if it like actually focuses. I don't know if it will. There we go. So that's one side, and then this is the other side. It's kind of cool. It's just a little bit like sandalwood, uh, like knickknack keychain, which I'm always a fan of. And then last but not least, we have a box. What is in this box, you say? I don't know. It has a lotus on the front, so I'm assuming it's something to do with somebody who has to do with lotuses. 
Hey, it is a keychain. And if you guys want, let me take this out of the bag. Who's that Pokemon? It is Chuyayen. Oh my God, that's so dope. Look at this keychain, guys. Let it focus if it ever will focus. Come on. There we go. I believe it's Chuyayen from I Shall See the Heavens. If I'm not mistaken, that's what I believe it is, which is really cool. I dig it. We got the lotus in hold, her holding the lotus, the, the blossom in her hair, the pink dress and everything, the hair done up and everything like that. That is dope AF. Digging it. Big shout out to Deathblade for sending me this from uh, all the way. Wait, how did I get this? No, he, my friend picked it up from Comic-Con, from his hands, because I didn't get to get to go down to Comic-Con, which I originally thought I would. But that was really dope. Thanks so much. Uh, if you guys are listening on the podcast, uh, definitely check out the video so you can see some of this stuff. And uh, it, I, I'm just blown away. I'm blown away by the fans and everyone who who, who showed up for Comic-Con. And like, because from hearing about it from them, they're like, yeah, a lot of people are interested. It's really cool. And I'm always blown away by the fandom of all you guys on Discord and all you guys on Reddit and everything. Uh, guys and girls, not really going to be gender specific here, but you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, like, thanks so much, guys. Uh, I'm going to try to do these more often now that I have everything set up and I know the internet works. I know the webcam works. I know the computer works. I have the setup. I can change the background, whatever I want. It's great. This is a green screen, so I can't wear green. I'm sorry. So maybe I'll get like green tattoo face paint and have it look weird. But anyway, thanks so much for watching the show, everybody. Um, I really appreciate anyone who comments on this video. Hits like. As always, a huge thanks to AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV taught me everything I know about streaming, everything I know about hosting, and everything I know about uh, the tech industry in general and the entertainment industry. So if you guys want to help me out, you can support them by going to AfterBuzzTV.com. Check out, it's basically the ESPN of TV talk. We do after shows for all sorts of TV shows. Right now I'm doing Killjoys, which ends this week. It just ended tonight. And the after shows this Tuesday that I host. So if you guys like Killjoys, check it out. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at after, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV Sci-Fi. Uh, if you're a big fan of that. But we have all reality shows and everything. We do like 150 shows a week. So check it out. Uh, and help me out by following me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux or following my Twitch channel at uh, Twitch.tv slash when we're not working, because it's when we stream. When do we stream? When we're not working. Uh, thanks to everyone who watched this video, and we will see you guys next time for another episode of the Immortal Index podcast. Salute, and special thanks to Jimmy's for coming on the show today.